Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello, everyone. I hope you are well. And if not, I got you. At least you are here. My name is Michelle Kevill and I help high achieving corporate women feel passionate about their job again. And today's episode, I'm always still figuring out the bloody title for these things, but it's about being proud of the work you do that's coming from like a genuine place and not in like a suck up place, which I feel for a lot of my clients, including myself a few years ago, can be really, really challenging. And it's important, I, you know, for like corporate branding and stuff like that. Now, if you know what I talk about here, I'm not your typical career corporate coach. I'm not like, you know, you know, defining your brand and stuff like that. I'm more about like how to keep yourself emotionally healthy so that your true talents and nature pops up. And something that I've also noticed personally in my career that really was a hard kind of sticking point for me and what I'm noticing for a lot of women as well is really being able to showcase your work or just be proud of what you've done and share that with others. And I just thought it was interesting because it happened to me a few weeks ago, like I had just finished a project, it had gone really successful, we had like a whole heap of milestones on it, and I just felt a little bit, not as much as I used to, but a little ping of ickiness around copying like these super senior people to basically, you know, be proud and tell them all about that. And I thought, oh, interesting, this could be an episode, because I do not doubt that this happens for you at work, and I want to explain a little bit around why you feel this way, why you're potentially judging others, including yourself, why it is, so there'll be a little bit of corporate speak here, like a little bit of corporate branding, why it is important in regards to like career and stuff like that, and how to kind of move on from that, how to basically showcase your work in a way that doesn't feel fucking gross, icky, suck up and just feels more natural. It feels proud. It feels like, you know, when you have like your best friend and say they're doing something, actually a good example, it would actually be my partner when he tells people what I do. He is like so fucking proud. Like he is like, oh my God, look at what my girlfriend does (laughs) or fiance now. Check out her podcast, check out her website. Kind of like that, like that genuine love, like, yeah, like look at what this person is doing, but doing that for yourself because a lot of this is really, drum roll please, internalized misogyny because I do not see many men dealing with this problem. (laughs) I'm not saying they don't. I just see, I'm just seeing it at such different levels when I like hear it from men versus when I hear it from women. It is like women are more like, no, I, it was not me. I am, I was just, I played a tiny part in all of this. I do not deserve this recognition. I just, and it's just like, oh my God, like, no, 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 this is bullshit. Like let's, we, it's 2023. Ladies, we are allowed to be fucking proud of what we have achieved. So let us go into this and unpack it. So I'm going to start with a little story. Um, I remember it was really early in my career when I had started. And I remember one of my colleagues was kind of like a mentor for me. He basically said to me, Michelle, you are such an amazing hard worker. But 
you never showcase what you do to others. You never do that. Like you never tell people about it. You obviously you tell your manager what you've done, but you're not showcasing who you are, your skills, like the corporate branding bullshit kind of thing. Right. And I say bullshit because I was like never really into that type of stuff. And I found it a little bit like, oh, okay. like here's the thing. They never can teach you this shit in university, right? The problem was like, okay, where did this all come from? Firstly, I was like a little bit not annoyed, but I was kind of like, oh, okay. Like I didn't know this was a thing we kind of had to do. And when I saw other people do it, I used to judge the shit out of them because I, to me, it just came off really fake. Now, part of that judgment was coming from the fact that like sometimes, no, for me, sometimes it just genuinely did seem fake to me. And I I hate, if you know me, I hate that type of shit. Like I just can sense it and I hate it. I can sense the inauthenticity and it makes me want to vomit. And I just, it's like, and I, of course, would be hyper aware of that for myself and never wanted to do that too. And then secondly, yeah, I would also judge people because I'm like, oh, well, that person has the confidence to go out there, be proud of what they're doing, and I can't. Now, I never knew that at the time, but that was happening on a subconscious level. So if this resonates with you, right, I want to, I want to also start with, and it's going to feel icky, all right, if you are like, like me when it comes to this. I will tell you where it comes from, obviously how to deal with it, because that's the aim of this podcast, but also... I'm going to tell you why it's really important as well, because it fucking is important to be showcasing your work. And I'm going to tell you how to do it in an authentic way, which, by the way, has taken so much mindset work. And it really comes down to like a lot of the stuff that I talk about, like reparenting yourself and stuff like that, like talking about yourself like you would a friend. Like, let's just say your best friend has started a business. I don't know. Maybe they're making like little ceramic pots and they're beautiful and you just think they're amazing. And the way you talk about it is so authentic. You need to do that for yourself. At the moment, you can't because you have a lot of beliefs around how women really should show up in society and how we should be. We should hide ourselves. And if you're anything like me, just showcasing your work kind of just seems suck up like it used to because you have a lot of beliefs. But this is why it's so, the reason it's so important, right? And no one, this is what pisses me off. No one, I still remember being told when I, like, new job, straight out of uni, someone said to me, Michelle, at uni, they want to know what you're thinking. But at corporate, they just want to know the solution. And then I had to learn all this shit about presenting, you know, top down, key information. I'm sitting there thinking, what the, why? Why was I not taught this before? Why am I learning this like now? <laughs> I am not prepared for the world right now or the corporate world at least. It's Look, I talked about this before in one of my episodes. I think it was like, I can't remember. I'm sorry. I can't remember the episodes, but I'm using like the shopping bag metaphor, right? Oh, that's right. I think it was to do with like in the invisible workload, like, you know, when we're kind of, we have all this work, but we're not communicating it to our bosses, etc. And we're just taking on more work. It's like an invisible shopping bag and no one can see them. And you're just putting on a mask. It's kind of the same with this, right? We are taught at school to work really hard and we will get results. This is a mindset. I'm a millennial. It might be a little bit different if maybe you're younger and you're Gen Z, um, like, you know, the mindset might be a bit different, but that is a consistent mindset that we are taught at school, which is, and likely through our families as well. It's working hard equals 
results. And that is not fucking true at all, especially if you run a business. (laughs) It's not at all like that. There are just some people who are lucky. There are just some people who have more privilege. There are some people who are strategic. Strategic, like you just hold, like I have a whole episode on how working less creates more value because of how our brains are operated. Like it's not the same thing. And the problem is, think about it. What would you do at school? You'd work really hard on a report, or even if you did it last minute, it doesn't matter. You've worked on it, right? And then your teacher looks at it, reviews it, great, and, and gives you a mark, etc. And you get all this feedback and validation. Like you're really only going to one person. And of course, you could say, and again, I'm not the corporate kind of podcast, if that makes sense, like the whole, you know, that that like branding and stuff like that. Yeah, you could say that like your manager should also be showcasing your work as well. But also you need to be you need to be proud of your work, whether it is showcasing it proudly to your manager or showcasing it within the business or having a conversation to be like, hey, I'm really proud. I really want to let so and so know, etc. I'm not going to get into like corporate politics and shit like that. But I do think what happens even at like such a low level when we even get any form of feedback, you're shying away from it. And you're like, oh, no, it wasn't that hard. It was actually so-and-so in this team that did like a really lots and stuff like that. Now, here's the thing. You are more than happy to like note people like who helped you, et cetera, along the way. That's fine. But you're allowed to be proud of the work that you did in that project to come together. You are allowed to own that. And where am I going with this? Well, it's like the invisible shopping thing metaphor that I'm talking about. Like some of my clients have gone for promotions or have gone for stuff and some of the feedback may have been like what are you doing what have you done of course you're listing it out but what does help if if people are seeing the work that you are doing it's kind of like me if I did all this work for a podcast but I'm not submitting it out or my posts even I'm not submitting it out into the universe you're doing the work but you it's okay you're allowed to tell people you're allowed to showcase it it does help when you're going through your career, when you are moving up to build those relationships and showcase that work and not just when it comes to promotion time, just during your career, like when it happens to be like, hey, so-and-so senior person, here's some of the stuff I did. Now, uh, we can go on a whole massive tangent because I have with some people around, should this be a manager's responsibility, yada, yada, yada. I'm not going to go into that. Frankly, not enough people are proud of what they do, especially women, okay? And not enough people are knowing or leveraging forms of communication, instances where a person is like a management is speaking to you about a project and stuff like that when you're with them to just be openly proud about it. Why is that? Well, you've been socialized to be a woman. If you're listening, you could be a guy and this could be the same for you as well. But women have really been told to tone down your shit. Do not be proud. Think about others. That is why I hear every fucking time, and I still hear this today in meetings, and it's totally fine, by the way. Again, you are, I'm the type of person, I own what I own, but I will also, in a, a group with other people, I'll be like, yeah, so-and-so did this, so-and-so did that. 
Like I will flag that. I did that actually recently. I was like, yeah, so-and-so actually made this suggestion and I came together and we, you know, resolved this thing here. This is what I did and I am proud of that. Like, but what I hear is women just being like, oh no, it really wasn't me. It was, you know, it was fine. I, I didn't do much and just really dismissing themselves because that is what we have been taught how we should fit in society. That's how we should act. That's the respect we get. If we are too confident, we're being too big for our boots. And why? Why? Like, who does that serve other than the fucking patriarchy, honestly? Because I see a lot more men who are more confident in being able to do that and own their piece of work, etc. And so, like, that's one. You've got this belief here that's sticking there. And then to do it, right, because I do not doubt if you're listening and you're a female, you've obviously heard this and have been told to own your work and be more confident. And you're also kind of sitting there like, yeah, but I don't want to be like a suck up. One, if you see other people do it, like before, like I said, you're judging others because, you know, you can't do it yourself. But also you do want it, it because it doesn't feel natural for you to showcase your work, to be proud of what you're doing. Of course, it's going to feel inauthentic and icky and gross. Because you are genuinely not proud of the work you have done. You genuinely dismiss it and you think it is nothing. So I want you to ask yourself, where did this come from? Where did you learn this growing up? What was a key moment, whether it be like, because societal look, societal is pretty easy. We all got this kind of main message, right? But where did you learn it? Was it with your parents? Was it at school? What was a key moment where you were shut down and you were told, to tone it down, to keep it quiet. I have many instances in my life where I was told to tone down, stop being too confident and just, you know, got to be with everyone else. And that isn't to disrespect my family. It's just, they're just, you know, giving me the messages that they learned themselves for what a woman should fit in society. And now I've done a ton of work to unlearn that. So guess what? Of course, it's going to feel inauthentic because there's that voice, whether it's your mother's voice, parents' voice, whatever it is, teacher's voice is coming in there and being like, no, shush, keep quiet. It also doesn't feel safe to be confident, to be out in the open, to be proud of something. You know, this email I was talking to you about, I was really proud of this project. I was telling people it was just a small ping, but it used to be so hard for me to do. So hard for me to like loop in people and be really proud and talk about it openly. And it was like, well, what if you've made a mistake or what if something bad's happened? What if blah, blah, blah. It was just, it was fear. It was fear of like being caught out of like owning something. And then like, oh, I don't know, there's a massive issue with it. And it's like showcased for the world now. And even if that was true, well, then what? Like, so what? Like, what's, you know, what is the worst case scenario then? Like, it's all going to come with 50-50 here. Like, you've got to, it's okay. I talked about this before. There's an episode around ownership and owning. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's the one that's like, uh, you know, how to do it when you fuck up at work, how to get over it. And like, really, it's talking about taking responsibility for what you have done, but not taking responsibility for everything, like every single problem that the organization has, which so many people do. So a lot of this is like, it's protection. It's, this is going against what the like good girl complex is. This isn't right. Like, I don't want to do this. Like it's, it's wrong, etc. It's, it doesn't feel right. So therefore it's going to come off inauthentic because you don't even believe in it yourself. So what the work 
to come off authentic because now I've come to a point in my life because I genuinely am proud of what I've done and I've like unlearned a whole heap of this shit or I'm still and I'm still unlearning it's you know it's it's a journey here it comes off as genuine like now I am genuinely proud and I look at a project and all the like issues that have happened that I've gone through and I'm like yeah like I look at myself like I'm looking at like you know my partner when you know when they do computer stuff and I'm telling people about it I'm like yeah I'm really proud of like all that cool stuff that they did and I want to tell people about it. You need to do that for yourself because then it comes up genuine because that is the biggest thing. That is the biggest thing for me. That is also the biggest thing I see with some of my clients. It's like, I don't want to come up off as like a suck up or this fakeness. Like if you are like me, I hate, I cannot. And I can sense it a mile away. And sometimes, look, sometimes my intuition is off, but a lot of the times it is on. And I don't know if also that's because I'm Australian too, <laughs> because Australians, we are pretty, we're pretty to the point, you know, we, you know, we've got this thing called tall puppy syndrome. Like, you know, we don't want to be like ahead of, ugh. you're allowed to be proud, but also we can sense bullshit. We have a good bullshit meter. I would feel, I would say in Australia, <laughs> just sense this kind of stuff. And I never wanted to come off like that. So for you, if this is something you want to work on, right, you want to work on, okay, Michelle, I want to start showcasing, you know, my work. I want to be proud of what I'm doing, not just because you want to be promoted, but because like, why the fuck not? Why the fuck not be proud of the work that you have done at your job and tell people about it, but just from a place like you're telling your best friend, like, you know, like, oh, my best friend makes pottery and stuff like that. Isn't that just a better place to be in? Just to like love yourself for who you are and authentically showcase that. It's just a better way of living, girl. Like, <laughs> why not? So what you want to do is you want to first look at, like I said before, your beliefs, where they're coming from, and then form some of those beliefs and those stories. Like you can write it out or type for me. I actually type a lot of my stuff out. Just really write out where you've learned this memory from and start to pinpoint some of the beliefs or thoughts you have. And in even if you can't go that deep, look at some examples now of where you've been able to showcase something and it's been scary. And I want you to bring up some of those thoughts. It could be, you know, I don't want to sound like a suck up, etc. And I want you to probe those thoughts. And my best probing tool is to ask why or why is that a problem to get to the deep root thought around what it is that is kind of stopping you from showing up authentically. When you find that thought, you want to really get to know that thought. You want to really notice when it's popping up for you. You want to know again, where did I learn this? Where did I come from? Where did it, where did it come from? You want to look at how that's really making you feel, how that's making you show up in your corporate world right now and what result you are getting. And then it's looking at if you can feel anyway whether it's like proud calm confident what would you be doing what would those actions look like and you can start off small you might not be brave enough to be like looping in a super senior person but maybe it's just your manager maybe it's just forwarding them being like hey this this is what I did this is some stuff etc and it's looking at what would you need to think but what would you not just what would you need to think about the situation itself I want you to know what would you need to think about yourself in this moment How would you need to think about you? And the best way to do it is to write that thought as if you are a third person. Imagine this because what I'm talking and telling you is really an intentional model. If this is a friend, right? 
if you look at this, you write this all out, it's a friend. I want you to look at it like, like it's a third person. Like, what would you be thinking about them? And now it doesn't have to be one thought. You can write out a story for this person as if like this, like a specific thing, like why, if you are showcasing your friend for this project to be proud about, what would you be saying? And that can sometimes help your brain as well. And you might be thinking if you're new, like, why does this matter? Well, check out my really early episodes where I tell you all the science behind this. And really what we want to do is we we're reprogramming your brain, frankly. You want to feel more authentic. You want to feel more proud of yourself. You kind of have to change some of your thoughts and genuinely start believing them. And it is through practice. It is through reframing. It's knowing where this is coming from that this starts to occur. Does it happen instantly? No, (laughs) it doesn't. It happens over time and it takes time and that's fine as well. So yeah, that's it for today. That is it. That's really because here's the thing, right? Because I hear this all the time. I hear a whole heap of shit. Like it's like surface level solutions to deeper problems. It's like just tell more people. Just showcase. Just be proud. Just put your hands on your hips. Not hands on your hips because like apparently it can be threatening. But you know what I mean. Like stuff that I hear like just like tell more people. Just be proud. But like if you could do that, you would do that right now. You need a solution that's going to address a deeper problem, which is likely that you aren't proud of yourself, girl. And this is how you change that. So I will leave you with that and I will see you next week. Bye. Hey, are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five day challenge how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix. That's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.